1: grace curly you can read grace's work in the boston herald and the spectator especially
2: grace grace stand up
1: here's the millennial with the mic grace curly
0: welcome back everyone to the grace curly show i was just watching the the tv in here and fox had up all of the women's rights groups that have been silent on the atrocities that occurred on october 7th in israel It's amazing, really. Planned Parenthood, Emily's List, all these groups you always hear about. They make tons of money. Um, They're used by virtue signaling celebrities to show people how much they care about women's rights. They They couldn't say anything about what happened on October 7th. It tells you all you need to know. And by the way, there's more coming out about this. So the reason... Um, that a lot of these hostages, these women, these female hostages have not been released by Hamas, uh, according to the State Department, is because they, Hamas was worried that the women would be able to talk about what happened to them when they were being held hostage. And based off what we saw on October 7th and what the, the video footage shows and the reports were getting, it's beyond most people's comprehension what happened to a lot of these women. Um, And by the way, we we had at one point, Jared, discussed on the show how the anti-Semitic people on Twitter and on social media, including reporters and, you know, media outlets, have been trying to trying to garner sympathy for Hamas and really trying to drum up this narrative that Hamas is treating people really well. You know, I think we heard that was it ABC originally, Jared, who said like, oh, they have tampons in the tunnels, and they have air conditioning, and it's it's just not that. It was MSNBC. MSNBC, and they they put out all this stuff, and the in the message there, or what they're trying to get you to understand, is they're not that bad. They're not that bad, actually. And then some people were dissecting the body language of the prisoners, or, or I'm sorry. Not the prisoners of the hostages, and saying, "Oh wow, well look at the the hostage. The hostage looked at the looked at the Hamas terrorist. Seemed like she kind of liked him. It seemed like she was smiling at him. Maybe they didn't treat them so badly. Well, it turns out now we found out from the IDF or the Israel Health Ministry that Hamas gave a lot of these hostages drugs before releasing them. So th- that kind of explains why some of them appeared out of it, appeared loopy." Um, were waving just following instructions from Hamas didn't really know what they what to do it's because they were drugged but I'm so happy that our media is so quick to want to find sympathy for a terror group that has gone out of their way to show off their savagery like these are people who wore GoPros these are people who wanted the world to see just how evil they are and it's still not enough for our media it's still not enough for the the good democrats in this country and the woke progressive lunatics who are ruining christmas tree lightings across the country
2: i mean grace they they provided wheelchairs for the women whose pelvises were broken from the assaults what more do you expect the, this out is of them?
0: this is actually from jpost.com this story is it's it's very hard to listen to I am going to read you some of the details. And again, I know, I I understand that this is the kind of stuff people don't want to hear about because it makes your stomach turn. It breaks your heart. It's so important. It's so important that we understand. And something that Howie said a couple of days ago, he had a caller who called up and said, you know, why why do you care more? Why do you care about what's going on in Israel and you want us to send money there, but you didn't want us to help Ukraine and sometimes in Howie gets gets into it with a caller, I get really mad. But in this case, Howie was very calm, and his response really made sense to me. He said, when the fight in Israel is over, like, if we don't fight this fight, or and not we, I don't mean boots on the ground, but if we don't support them defending themselves, it comes here next. This is where it comes next. And Howie said, "I, I don't really care, or, like, I'm not— our ally is not Ukraine, or our ally is not Russia. We don't have a dog in that fight. He said, You can, when you look at Israel, this is civilization versus savagery. That's what we're dealing with here. And that's why I keep reading these stories to people, because you need to understand the level of evil. And when you see these Democrats like Pramila Jayapal try to brush it under the rug or try to bring balance to the conversation or really what she's trying to do is minimize what happened on October 7th. It's important that you know what they're trying to minimize. It says expressions of agony survived their deaths. Army reservist Sherry uh, Mendez said as she described what experts saw when they identified and prepared for the burial of female bodies of Hamas's October 7th massacre. These women arrived with their eyes opened. Their mouths and grimaces, their fists clenched. The soldiers that we dealt with had expressions of agony on their faces still. I remember one young woman whose arm was broken in so many places, it was difficult for us to lay her arm in the burial shroud. Her leg, too. In her case, the left side of her body was shredded, torn apart, most likely by a grenade. She spoke Monday at a sidebar event at the United Nations in New York, organized by Israel's Mission to the World Body. Here are voices. Sexual and gender-based violence in the October 7th Hamas terror attack was held to highlight the stories of Hamas's rapes and gender mutilation during the attack. At Monday's event, Mandez said that many of the bodies of young females arrived in bloody, shredded rags or just in underwear, and their underwear was often very bloody. Our team commander saw several female soldiers who were shot in the crotch or intimate parts or shot in the breast. They seemed to be um, a genital mutilation of a group of victims. I actually want uh, to, th- this part gets really gruesome. It says our unit has seen bodies that were beheaded or had limbs cut off. One young woman came in with no legs. I encourage people to go read more of these details because like I said, I think it's important to understand what we're dealing with. But I want to skip down actually because I was surprised by Cheryl Sandberg and some of the quotes that they have of her in here. Cheryl Sandberg, for people who don't know, She is a former Facebook chief operations officer and former U.S. uh, So this is her quote. And then it's going to get into a Hillary Clinton quote of all people, if you can believe it. Sandberg said that rape was recognized as an act of war only 30 years ago, but not enough has been done. This is what she said. This is why this moment is so critical. We have come so far in establishing that rape is a crime against humanity. And we have come so far in believing survivors of sexual assault in so many situations. That is why the silence on these war crimes is dangerous. It threatens to undo decades of progress to undo an entire movement. The world has to decide who to believe. Do we believe the Hamas spokesperson that rape is forbidden and that therefore it could not have possibly happened on October 7th? Or do we believe the women whose bodies tell us how they spent the last moments of their lives? Sandberg said the victims of those rapes could not tell their own story if only they had been or they could tell their own story if only they had been allowed to live. This truth must be upheld despite the politics of our time. No matter what marches you are attending, what flag you are flying, what religions you are practicing, there is one thing we can all agree on. There is no circumstance that justifies rape. And while I agree with Sandberg, I don't know if everyone in this country who's have, who really have had their minds so twisted by politics— and by their belief systems, I don't know if they would agree with that. Because what I've been seeing from a lot of people on the left is a justification for this. And, the, and, and really the only justification that they can make when you get down to it is it's okay because they were Jewish or it's okay because they were Israelis. That's what I've been seeing. So I agree with Sandberg that you have to be clear. There's no justification for it. I just wish that was something that the young activists in our country could understand. Now, Clinton went on to say it is outrageous that some who claim to stand for justice are closing their eyes and their hearts to the victims of Hamas. I think that's a direct rebuke of some of her fellow Democrats. 844-500-4242. It's heavy, and um, I know it's hard to listen to, but I appreciate you all sticking with us. By the way, on a the Babylon Bee has had some amazing headlines, and one of them, they had a picture of Bill Cosby. And it said, Bill Cosby joins Hamas so feminists will stop condemning him for rape. Yeah. Yeah. Where is the outrage? Like, remember the outrage when Donald Trump said, grab her by the you know what? He just said it. Like, he just said it on camera. He said it on a hot mic to Billy Bush way back in the day. And the outrage from that, from women in this country, was unlike anything we'd ever seen. And now you have women who, as Jared pointed out, their pelvic bones were broken from these animals. And these same people who were clutching their pearls, these same people are just, well, you know, there's bad people on both sides. You know, I don't want to appear as though I'm I'm, I'm siding with one side over the other. You wouldn't want to do that. 844-500-4242. 844 4242 We'll be right back. We'll take more of your calls. And we will continue to talk about this. It is almost time for Christmas. And then before you know it, it will be the new year. And a lot of people put off things. And then the new year is a reminder for them that, hey, you know, it's it's time to do something for yourself. It's time to turn over a new leaf. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. A really great way to do something for yourself is to get yourself the perfect smile. Dr. Houghton of Perfect Smiles is a superb architect. When it comes to dentistry, he's the best at what he does. He fixes your teeth and your smile. But what he really does is he builds the self-confidence of his patients. Because when you have a smile that you're proud of, it builds confidence in your professional life and in your personal life. If you've thought about Perfect Smiles for years but never called, take the first step towards a renewed sense of self confidence and visit Dr. Houghton. Take care of yourself because you deserve it. Call Perfect Smiles in Nashville, New Hampshire. I know that some people get nervous going to the dentist. I know if you're getting your teeth worked on, I have people in my family who are like this. They get very, 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 very nervous. You don't have to worry with Dr. Houghton. He is not only extremely talented, but he's very gentle. He moves at your own pace. And he's the best at what he does. So if you want to reach them, they're located off of Route Three. There's plenty of parking. You can also just go to PerfectSmiles.com. That's PerfectSmiles.com. PerfectSmiles.com. Change your smile, change your life. We'll be right back.
1: The Grace Curley Show will be right back. This is The Grace Curley Show.
0: There's a mother on TV now. Her son is being held hostage. He's one of the American hostages. I think there's still 140, maybe 142 hostages being held by Hamas. And I actually was reading today about how the Israeli military has assembled a bunch of these water pumps... These large pumps that they could use to flood the tunnels in uh, in the Gaza Strip. And I just want to read you a tiny bit here from Fox News, because I thought and I think how he had talked about this a couple weeks ago. It's an interesting strategy. I think the reason that they're probably hesitant to do it is because obviously there could still be hostages. Um, Or there still are hostages, I should say, but there could be people who are going to be in harm's way here. Um, It says the Israeli military has assembled several large pumps it could use to flood the Hamas tunnels beneath the Gaza Strip with seawater driving out terrorists hiding there, the Wall Street Journal reported. Construction of five large seawater pumps were completed in November. Each pump is capable of drawing water from the Mediterranean Sea and can move thousands of cubic meters of water per hour, which would flood the tunnels within weeks. Israel has not yet committed to the plan, and it is unclear whether it would attempt to flood the tunnels while there are still hostages, including Americans. Held by Hamas. According to the report, Israel has identified about 800 tunnels beneath Gaza that Hamas has used to move fighters, store weapons, and plan terror attacks on Israel. However, Israeli officials believe the tunnel network is much larger. 844 500 42 And you still have these protesters everywhere saying, ceasefire now, ceasefire now. There was a ceasefire. Hamas broke the ceasefire. Stop reading the BBC. Stop reading the New York Times. Stop reading CNN.com. Get your news from somewhere you can semi trust and you would understand that the terrorist group that you guys seem so infatuated with on the left has broken the ceasefire, has broken the guidelines of the humanitarian pause, whatever you want to call it. They've broken it. But you wouldn't know that if you tune in to the mainstream media. Um, let's do the poll question here, Jared. And then I do want to talk a little bit about uh, George Santos and John Fetterman teaming up. Teaming up to create the greatest duo this world has ever seen. Today's poll question is brought to you by Toyota of Portsmouth. Keep your Toyota a Toyota and schedule your next service appointment online at toyotaportsmouth.com. Get more value with factory trained technicians and genuine Toyota parts.
2: Jared, what is the poll question and what are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at GraceCurleyShow.com, is what does the media want for 2024? Hmm. Trump to lose the primary, Trump to win the primary but lose the general, or Trump to win the primary and the general? I think they want him to win the primary and the general, because if he wins it all and he's back,
0: Jared, they're back.
2: It's the know, golden age of journalism again, as uh, Jake Tapper said.
0: It's the sequel that they've been waiting for, and they really they haven't hit that again. They haven't been able to. When he left, they tried. They tried. Like you, if you go on the Boston Globe, if you go on any of these newspapers, they've never which I'm sure none of you do, but they've never taken a break from the Trump coverage. His name is still usually his name is on the cover of these newspapers more than Biden's, even though he's no longer president. He gets blamed for everything, natural disasters, anything that goes wrong, the border, any problems. It's because Biden inherited it from Trump. So he's still he's still taking up a lot of space in their heads, but The ratings boom, the book deals, that's all kind of fizzled out. So I think, and maybe they don't even know, Jared, that that's what they want, but I think deep down, they want Trump again.
2: Only 16% feel the same way that you do.
0: I'll take it. I'll take 16%.
2: 51% think they want Trump to win the primary but lose the general, and 33% think they want Trump to lose everything.
0: Mm, Yeah. I mean, the 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 more obvious one is they want him to win the primary and lose the general. But even then, I don't know. I think they know this is their last shot to get Trump in there again and to have that that uh, revival tour that they're all so desperate for. OK, let's get into the Santos Fetterman. So let me break this down for you. First of all, Fetterman goes on The View. He goes on The View with all those Mensa members and they start to talk about George Santos. And listen to his response. This is cut two.
2: And uh, you've also been calling for to get rid of uh, Menendez, I know.
0: Um, but first, before we talk about that, what's your reaction to the exp- expulsion?
1: Well, it's like uh, I'm not surprised. But, but to me, wh- I think the, the more important picture is, is that we have a colleague in the senate that actually did much more sinister and, and serious kinds of things uh senator menendez uh he needs to go um and if you are going to expel santos how can you allow to somebody like menendez to remain in the senate and you know santos kind of lies were almost you know funny and like you know he you know, landed on the moon and guy kind of stuff. Uh, whereas, whereas you, know, I, you know, I think, you know, Menendez, I think is really a senator for Egypt, you know, not New Jersey. Uh, so I, I, I really think he needs to go. And uh, especially it's kind of strange that if Santos uh, is not allowed to remain in the House, you know, someone like that. All
0: right. So I'm, I'm going to put this in now as my prediction, Jared. I am going to predict that if Fetterman keeps this up, he keeps walking this line, where he not only is defending Israel, but now he's like redirecting the women of the view to focus on Democrats and their own problems, their own corruption issues. If he keeps up this act, we're gonna start hearing from some of the media people that Fetterman, you know, his speech is a little off. He's not a uh, not it's making- a stutter. He's not making a lot of sense. You know, his cognitive abilities might be called into question. It might become okay to question Fetterman's cognitive capabilities now that he's actually making sense. Ableism. That is always the way. When we come back, we're not going to have time here. So, what Fetterman does is he decides because George Santos is now on Cameo, which is the service you can make a video, send it to somebody for their birthday, whatever. Uh, He decides to send Bob Menendez a cameo of George Santos. We will play that for you when we come back. I also want to talk about illegal immigration because Dick Durbin, the Democratic senator, he has suggested that the solution to our open border problem is to allow illegal aliens to join the military. Do you think, are you, are you sensing that there could be any holes in this plan? 844 4242 Stay with us. We'll be right back.
1: Live from the Aviva Tratria studio.
0: Welcome back, everyone, to The Grace Curley Show. The story about veterans and their families getting the boot out of hotels in Massachusetts for illegal aliens um, is back in the news again because the Army-Navy game is upon us. And so now the media is picking it back up again. And people are not happy that their reservations are being moved. In some cases, they're moved to different hotels because the hotels are full of illegal aliens here in Massachusetts. And this is a story that uh, is quickly taking over a lot of different places in this country, including in Chicago. So there's another big part of this that we're going to get to because the residents in Chicago, a lot of residents are unhappy with their mayor, Brandon Johnson, who Brandon Johnson replaced Lori Lightfoot because Lori Lightfoot was wacky and she was incredibly far left and she was destroying Chicago. She was running Chicago into the ground and the residents finally had enough of it. And they said, you know what? We're done with you. We're not going to reelect you, and instead, we're going to elect someone who's arguably more to the left than you are. I don't get the logic in Chicago, but we're going to get to this because it's it's pretty incredible how this whole tent city idea from Brandon Johnson is kind of falling apart before it even gets off the ground. But let's finish up here with John Fetterman, Jared, because I know you've been itching to play this George Santos cut. George Santos is on cameo, which makes sense. Now he's got to earn a living. He's been expelled from Congress. He can't make that money the way he used to. Someone's gotta, someone's gotta pay for his Botox and his roulette and his OnlyFans accounts. And so now he's he's become a bit of a businessman. And cameos is thing you record yourself. I think we at one point tried to put Howie on it. You record yourself, and someone will say, "Hey, can you make a video for my friend? It's her birthday." And I would say. Hi, Joan. It's me, Grace. Thanks for blah, blah, blah. And then you get paid as the person making the video. So George Santos joins and John Fetterman pays $343 for George Santos to make a video that he can send to Bob Menendez. Because I don't know if these guys have long running beef. I don't know if there's just something about Gold Bar Bob that really rubs Fetterman the wrong way. Maybe I'm missing something here and maybe Bob Menendez said something bad about Fetterman, but it seems like this is more than just politics, right? This seems kind of personal at this point. So let's take a listen to George Santos because, you know, a lot of the people here at the Howie Car Radio Network were pretty devastated the last couple days. But luckily, because of Cameo, you're not going to have to miss him for too long. I think we're just, I think George Santos is just getting started. I I think he's just picking up steam. So this is the video. This is a cut three.
1: Hey, Bobby, uh, look, I don't think I need to tell you, but these people that want to make you get in trouble and want to kick you out and make you run away, you make them put up or shut up. You stand your ground, sir, and don't get bogged down by all the haters out there. Stay strong. Merry Christmas. All
0: right, so I want to explain something. When you request a cameo, because I've had friends who do this, you have to write in a description. And so let's say I was sending a cameo from Jared, who's like a celebrity that you love, Tony Danza. So let's say I was saying, okay, Tony Danza, sure. <laughs> Tony Danza, we're gonna send. I want to send my friend Jared a birthday message. I could then write in a couple points and say,
1: oh hey hey yo
0: oh, hey. I could say Jared really loves Star Trek. Jared's uh, Jared's really excited uh, that he's about to buy a house. Like I could just add in all these. Specific details. I don't think Santos knew he was sending this to Bob Menendez. So Fetterman just sent in a request and must have said, My friend Bob is going through it. They're trying to get him to. He must have been very vague about, like, oh, they're trying to kick him out without saying what they're trying to kick him out of. So Santos just made this like it was going to some guy Bob hey, Bobby. who's having a tough time, who's having a tough go of it. Now, that, that doesn't even begin to describe what Bob Menendez is going through. I have an update for you. The last update I gave you on Gold Bar Bob had to do with the fact that Goldbar Bob had gotten rid of his lawyer, Abby Lowell, um, who's also Hunter Biden's lawyer, by the way, and at one point had represented Jared Kushner. He's a lawyer to the stars. Bob Menendez had Abby Lowell the first time around. Lowell managed to get Bobby off of... off... He managed to get him free or, you know, get him cleared, acquitted, whatever, of these charges the first time around. He managed to, you know what, I'm going to phrase it in the way I can because you guys know I'm not a legal beagle. He saved his ass. That's the way I want to put it. He saved his ass the first time around. And then it comes to the second time around, and I was thinking to myself, that's crazy that he's going to do this again. Because if I were him, I would look at Bob Menendez and go, dude, I I got you away by the skin of your teeth. I can't do this again. Now you, now you just deserve to go to jail if you're that stupid. You barely got away with it the first time, so as soon as I said that, what happened? Lowell drops out, not going to be the lawyer anymore. Bob Menendez's new lawyer, his nickname because in the past he's been paid in gold bars. His nickname is Gold Bar Bob because his name's Robert Luskin. So Gold Bar Bob is representing Gold Bar Bob, right? How- hey, Bobby. Yeah, very strange. I have another update for you, though. Gold bars. If you put gold bars in your headline, I'm clicking on it. You're getting the click. I'm just telling you right now. It said gold bars found in Senator Bob Menendez's home linked to a 2013 armed robbery. Four of the gold bars that Senator Bob Menendez stashed at his home were previously stolen from the businessman accused of bribing the New Jersey Democrat, according to a report. So the guy who's accused of bribing Bobby Menendez, had his gold bar stolen, and they ended up in the home of Bobby Menendez. Now, I'm not Sherlock Holmes by any means, but it does seem like this is leading us somewhere. You know, this does seem like the, the breadcrumbs are pretty easy to follow. Says the serial numbers on some of the gold found by the FBI during a June 2022 raid on Menendez's Englewood Cliffs, New Jersey home match identifiers that Fred Dabes reported to police after a 2013 armed robbery. Dabes had been accused of bribing the senator for a series of favors, including help in disrupting a federal prosecution against him. Each gold bar has its own serial number, Dabes told investigators in 2014 when questioned about the stolen gold. They're all stamped. You'll never see two stamped the same way. Dabes also signed property release forms to get the gold back, which certified that the stolen goods belonged to him. Menendez was hit with federal corruption charges in September related to an alleged years-long bribery scheme. So much gold. I, you know, I, haven't, I can't wrap my head around how often gold bars have been in the news lately. Prosecutors allege that in March 2022, Dabes gave Nadine, that's uh, Bobby's honey, that's his wife, that's Mrs. Bobby, Mrs. Goldbar Bobby, Dabes gave Nadine two gold bars of a kilogram each, a kilogram each when gold went for $60,000 per kilogram dave's Dabe's driver's fingerprints were later discovered on an envelope containing thousands of dollars in cash that was recovered from the couple's home in total 13 gold bars and 566 thousand dollars in cash some stuffed into the pockets of the senator's jacket were found by the fbi during its investigation into the bribery scheme okay just want to give everybody an update on the gold bar situation because i do find it pretty compelling um, all right, now I did want to talk about what's happening in Chicago here. Black residents are suing Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson over migrant tent city as the state halts construction over toxic chemicals in soil. So Brandon Johnson's having a tough go of it. You know, he I think he came into this job thinking, well, surely I can't do a worse job than Lori Lightfoot. And actually... Turns out he can. It says black residents of Chicago's Brighton Park are suing Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson over the construction of his massive tent city for illegal border crossers, but not before state authorities shut construction down over a report that the site may be a toxic landfill. So this tent city is supposed to hold up to 1,400 illegal aliens, okay? And it's been under fire since it was first proposed. I think that was before they knew it was a toxic landfill. I don't think that help matters by any means. And residents quickly organized to oppose the plan. It says, but but this is the part that I think is so typical of politicians. At the hearing, it was revealed the city never issued construction permits for the tent city. The city is arguing that residents can't hold the city accountable to follow its own zoning and building codes. If you've ever lived in a city, if you've ever tried to get anything done in a city, you know that they will put the screws to you anytime they can. If you don't get a permit for something, if you don't go to the right office and get the right green light to do a project, you will get run out of town. And yet, they want to put up a tent city for 1,400 people on top of a toxic landfill, and they don't think they have to get the correct issued permits? And it says the city is also arguing that the soil is safe as long as you don't eat it. Well, that's good. That's good to know. Hope everyone takes note of that. I was talking about illegal aliens before that, though, because Dick Durbin Let's just play the cut here, Jared, because people are already texting me about this. This is Senator Dick Durbin. This is his new great idea. Cut
1: for. Yes, we need order at the border. Yes, we need to have changes in the laws that reflect the reality of the overwhelming numbers from all over the world who are coming to our our shores and our border. But there is also an incredible demand for legal immigration into this country, even now. The presiding officer, my colleague from the state of Illinois, has legislation which addresses one aspect of that. Her bill, and I hope I describe it accurately, says that if you're an undocumented person in this country, and you can pass the physical and the required test, background test, the like, you can serve in our military. And if you do it honorably, we will make you citizens of the United States. Do we need that? Do you know what the recruiting numbers are at the Army, and the Navy, and the Air Force? Oh, hold on. Pause it here. They can't.
0: I have a few things to say. One is that maybe if the Army and the Navy and all these places, if they hadn't been instructed by the current administration to boot people out, if they didn't get a vaccine that wasn't going to protect them from a virus and wasn't going to stop them from spreading said virus to other people, maybe the recruiting numbers wouldn't be so terrible. Maybe if all of these uh, agencies were more focused on fighting and, you know, developing their their soldiers, developing certain skills instead of focused on pronouns. And, you know, uh, what, was the, what was the thing, Jared, about maternity flight
2: suits? Yes, Joe Biden, maternity flight suits.
0: Yeah, just add in any woke or joke headline you've ever heard. Maybe the recruiting numbers wouldn't be where they are. But leave that aside here. What makes you think we're not vetting anyone, period, who's coming in? Like, we're not vetting anyone as is. You think we're suddenly going to start vetting people, if they want to join the military, this makes me very uneasy. We have people who are coming in here with fentanyl. We have people who are coming in here um, from from China. We have people who have very nefarious plans when they get, not everybody, let me make that clear, not everybody, but there are people who are coming in here with bad intentions. And you think it's a good thing to incentivize people coming here and saying, well, if you join the military then you can become a citizen and i want to read this because one of uh a a friend of the show steve the flag guy he makes these beautiful wooden flags he said grace if someone is willing to potentially die for the country doing military service they deserve the right to become a citizen i don't disagree with it but that's that's assuming that all of these checkpoints and all of these you know uh These processes are going to be put into place where people are actually passing background checks. I don't have faith in that. I mean, we had on a guest recently who was talking about the illegal pot grows that Chinese nationals are having in Maine out in the open. This is very open stuff and nobody's stopping it. So I don't think all of a sudden if you start advertising, hey, if you want to come over, people are coming over in droves anyway. And then you say, hey, if you come over, you join the military, you'll automatically become a citizen. If, you know, if you do all these things, I just think it's, we don't have, we don't have a secure process to begin with when it comes to letting people into this country. This, to me, knowing how these agencies have operated thus far, Jared, this, to me, spells trouble.
2: Yeah, and I I agree with Steve, just in principle. In principle. It's a great idea, but the problem is. The military portion of this current administration is as incompetent as the, every other portion of this administration. That's a good way uh, to put it. So yeah, I mean, there's again, they. Christopher Ray has admitted, yeah, some terrorists have slipped through. There are some people with bad intentions who've slipped through. There's
0: some independent contractors with sympathies yeah, with ISIS.
2: Exactly. Let's, what happens if? Do we really want to give an ISIS adjacent sympathizer? um access to military weapons access to potential military intelligence like that seems like a bad idea
0: yeah and you know and what? under an,
2: a competent administration that wouldn't happen but we're not under a competent
0: administration remember the guy from massachusetts who was getting all the codes yeah
2: he <laughs> was like a, a kid that leaked it in in the yeah he went in the chat room of a video game or yeah. a discord server or something and just Started putting out all the military secrets. And
0: that was just like a nerd from Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah, that was like a citizen who
2: passed everything. You
0: bring in someone who has really bad intentions from another country that wants to kind of um, undermine our military. They could probably do it if they wanted to with the current administration. I wanted to let people know that Christmas is coming up. The holiday season is upon us. And it's a great time to get Your gifts checked off your list. One of the best gifts going is Omaha Steaks. This is the perfect gift for anyone in your life, anyone who loves good quality food. And the reason I say good quality food and not just good quality steak is because, yes, my favorite is the filet mignon. I love the red meat from Omaha Steaks. But there are so many options, Jared. So I don't want people to hear this and go, well, you know, my sister-in-law, she's not a big steak person. It doesn't matter. Is she a big chicken person, fish person, beef, hot dog, like whatever it is, they have something for you.
2: Yeah. And it's a great gift to get because it's a gift that you can definitely use. Everybody has to eat. Like I always say, you can't eat tube socks.
0: That's Jared's like I, motto. Like
2: I've said twice, you can't eat tube socks. But no, this is this is a gift that they you know somebody will definitely use. And the quality of what you're getting is better than what you can buy at a supermarket. The price point you're paying is is better than what you would pay at a supermarket. It's es- a no-brainer.
0: Especially, Jared, with the 50% off. Go to OmahaSteaks.com, save 50% off site-wide, and when you use promo code GRACE, that's the key here. Use promo code GRACE, you're going to get the additional $30 off. Jared's right. It's delicious. You don't have to go to the grocery store, um, and when they when they go into their freezer and pull out a delicious hamburger, delicious steak, a delicious piece of chicken, they're going to think of you, and they're going to think, what a great gift that was. And this is really going to good use. So go to OmahaSteaks.com, use code grace at checkout you're going to get 50 percent off site wide and then you're going to get the extra 30 dollars off your order it's just going to go brrr, just keep eliminating the price until you get to that beautiful number at the bottom and you're going to go wow what a great savings minimum order may be required go to omahasteaks.com don't forget code grace we'll be right back
1: you're listening to the grace curly show This is The Grace Curley Show.
0: I almost forgot that Joe Biden, I knew he was in Boston. I knew that he was going to some uh,
2: fundraisers. Yeah, there are three campaign events.
0: But Jared, you know what I almost forgot? I forgot the James Taylor of it all. I forgot that James Taylor will be singing, at some point, and I wonder if Joe will hop on the mic. And then I have to assume that John Kerry's going to be there too. Can I actually get this John Kerry cut? Because it's it's haunting me. It's staring at me throughout the course of the show. Can I get cut thirteen? This is John Kerry at uh, Cop Twenty Eight.
1: Look, I still, I have to tell you, I'm an inveterate optimist. I, I, who was it that said? Uh... You know, or Winston Churchill said that democracy is the worst form of government in the world, but it's except deep. for everything else. Right. And there's a there's a diplomat who you say the uh, same about cop as well. Actually, There's a diplomat who came <laughs> to the United States and the diplomat from another part of the world. I won't mention where was asked, uh, what do you think of democracy? And he said, well, democracy is like sex when it is good. It is very, very good. And when it is bad, it is still quite good. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm the things you know that's that's one thing if if he hadn't have said that it would have been okay like i didn't need to hear john Kerry talking about sex at a climate change summit i didn't need any of this did anyone ask for this who asked for this 844-500-4242 we've got dare you we've got toby leary coming up next he's going to answer all your two-way questions so get on the line now we'll be right back